welcome to She Can The Podcast, where the goal is for you to leave each episode feeling empowered to go after what you want and knowing that if she can, so can you. Let's get started. Hi friend, I hope you're well. I am going to talk to you today about social media. It's something that we're, most of us are a part of, or if we're not a part of, it's for a clear reason. So I have friends that are not part of social media because of the impact that they feel it has on their life negatively. I have friends that are on social media all the time. I personally run a business and a lot of it is on social media. So I feel like I have to have a presence on social media, but it can be used as a tool or it can use you. And it really started to come into my awareness lately about how much of an impact it has on the way that we think and the way that we run our business and ultimately the way that we spend our days and our weeks and our months and therefore our lives. So for a long time I was managing to have my phone out with my bedroom. However, it's my alarm clock which was causing problems because the alarm was going off and then it was waking up the whole family who end up in my bed most mornings and it just didn't work out very well. I should probably get a little alarm clock from Amazon but also before bed at night I use it for meditation so I do have it on my dresser when I go to bed at night. I know that the ultimate is to get it out of your room to sleep but I'm working on that. So for that time that I had it out of my room at night I felt so free I felt like it just made me feel so much more calm. It's almost something about having the phone in the vicinity that makes you feel like you need to keep checking it all the time. And if you are in that boat, if you are someone who checks your phone a lot and you just sometimes do just unconsciously, you just open your phone and you don't even realise why you've opened it and all of a sudden you're on Instagram or you're on TikTok or whatever it is that you spend most of your time scrolling just know that you're not alone. It's designed to make us addicted and all of a sudden you're sucked into the scroll and your thumb is sore, time has flown and you're addicted to the dopamine hits. You're addicted to that feeling that you get when you check things or the feeling that you get when you receive a message or a like or a comment or whatever it is. The whole app, the whole concept of social media is designed to keep you on there for as long as possible especially apps like TikTok, they're designed to keep you in there as long as possible. So just know that you're not alone if you feel like that. But what I've really started to notice with social media is that we are being influenced in terms of the way that we think because you're being shown a view of the world and it makes us think that that view of the world is the view of the world but it's not it's only the view of a tiny percentage of the world who are the people that you follow so you curate your feed and your feed can be full of people who lift you higher and full of high vibe and positivity and inspiration or it can be full of people who suck the life out of you and who have completely opposing views to you or whatever it may be but you're being shown that because maybe you interact with it or maybe you have the opposite view to it or maybe you 
you are the first to jump in there and disagree with a point of view or whatever it may be, what I would suggest is just start to become aware of how you think when you're spending time on social media. So are you feeling uplifted? Are you feeling more energised? Are you feeling gratitude? Are you feeling all those kind of high vibe emotions of inspiration and fun and all of that stuff? Or are you starting to feel really low vibe and you start to notice those views like um, jealousy or comparison or you feel bad about yourself because your house doesn't look like that or your body doesn't look like that or your dinner doesn't look like that or your kids are not dressed like that. Sometimes, and it can obviously depend on where you are in terms of your personal mood in that moment. It can be affected by how you're feeling in terms of your productivity or the way that your house is in that moment. I know if I have a messy house and I go on Instagram and look at all the beautiful homes, it can actually send me into a spiral of hating the four walls that I live in when actually all I need to do is clear out some clutter. But social media, like so many things that we become addicted to, is a view not of what is but it magnifies what is just like alcohol or drugs or gambling it magnifies what is so it magnifies any insecurities that you have it magnifies any opinions that you agree with or you disagree with and we used to live in a world where we didn't know what people thought and we didn't know what people wanted do you remember the film what women want and Mel Gibson was in it And he had this skill to hear what women want. So he could even, I always remember the little um, French poodle walking through the park and he could hear what the poodle was saying and she had a funny little accent like this. And it was so funny because Mel Gibson could hear every thought of every woman and it was thoughts of female dogs, it was thoughts of women that he was getting intimate with, it was thoughts of... Um, his daughter and you know all of these thoughts were magnified but now all these years later from when that film was launched we don't need that because we literally know what people are thinking because they put it all over social media so there's always a I mean poor Karen but Karen is always the one that gets the bad reputation for being the one that comments on stuff with just a really annoying comment Karen makes her thoughts known and there will be people judging what you put out there. There'll be people who comment in, in a judgy way. There'll be people who don't comment and they still think in a judgy way. There'll be people who follow you even though they're not friends with you. People who are friends with you and who don't follow you. And it just, it can just start to get a little bit messy if you let it. So just ask yourself, are you consuming social media or is social media consuming you? And I am talking to you as someone who has had a great experience with social media, but also a really negative experience with social media in terms of feeling addicted to it at points, feeling like I just keep checking my phone, feeling like I spend far too much time on it, having to self-inflict boundaries on myself that I will not go on social media between this time and this time, or this is the only time that I have to check my phone or using those screen limits that you can put on the app to say you've spent enough time on social media today because when we over consume content 
it can just feel messy in our head. And I mentioned this in a podcast a few weeks ago when we spoke about stress and I was talking about how overconsuming anything, including personal development content, can be stressful because your mind is just taking on, taking on, taking on, taking on more information and it's not getting any chance to actually process it. And that's the same with social media. You can see an amazing reel of a DIY job and you think, oh, that's that's brilliant, let's have a look at that. And then you click into something else and it's about panelling and you think, that's great, let's have a look at that. And then you, this girl who does her panelling also has brilliant outfits. So then you click onto the outfits and she's got great outfits, but she's also got really good workouts. So you click into her workouts and before you know it, you have a to-do list in your mind of designing your home, going to be in queue to get panelling, going to get yourself a stylist, clearing out all of your wardrobes, going to buy the five must-have items of autumn, winter, 2023, going to get yourself an entirely new workout regime, and so on, and so on, and so on. And it's just, it's literally like a magpie being attracted to this and then this and then this and then this and before you know it time has flown and we've all been stuck in that hole where you just end up spending so much time and you come away from it feeling exhausted even when you haven't done anything you've literally been sitting on your phone but you feel exhausted because your brain has been over here it's been over there it's been up here it's been down there maybe I should do this maybe I should try that maybe I should implement that let me go and try and do this and you're not actually taking action on anything so when you're on social media if something strikes you that inspires you see it and then either go and do the thing or save it for later save it to an inspiration board or pin it on your Pinterest or save it for a reel that you want to do yourself later or a DIY folder or a healthy recipes folder or whatever it may be. But the reality is you probably have enough healthy recipes to do you for every meal for the rest of your life. You really do. And if you don't have enough, then a quick Google would sort you out with a new recipe. You probably have enough ideas for DIY that would allow you to redecorate your entire house. And if not, then a quick search on Pinterest for that exact thing would help you. It's not something that you have to consume on a daily basis. So just be purposeful about the time that you spend on it. And when you see something that inspires you, save it for later or actually put it into a folder and then go and do it. So capture the content like a to-do list. If you can go away from time on social media and think, that's great, watching that really inspired me to do X, Y, Z, then it's a good thing, it feels good. But if you're consistently consuming and not doing, then you're going to be in the same place or worse off in a year's time. If you consume, do. Consume, do. Consume, do. Then you're going to be in a completely better place this time next year because you're actually taking action on all of the stuff that you've actually taken on board. So make sure that you're taking action on the stuff that actually inspires you. It's kind of like climbing a ladder. If you think of how you climb a ladder, your right hand goes up first, then your left hand, then your feet. Right hand, left hand, feet. Right hand, left hand, feet. If you think of putting your right hand on the ladder as learning and your left hand is implementing, then so often we are just trying to climb a ladder using our right hand, we're learning, 
we're learning, we're learning, the right hand's getting higher and higher and higher and there's only so far it can go before the left hand has to catch up and do some implementation. You would have to be a, a gymnast to get up that ladder with only your right hand. If you only use your right hand, it's pretty much impossible. You need to do right, left, learn, implement, learn, implement, right, left, right, left. And it's those incremental movements and those small steps up the ladder that will take you from where you currently are to where you want to be. Pinning the recipes is not going to make the change. If you want to make the change, you have to be decisive about how you're going to spend your time. You have to implement boundaries around your time on social media. You have to be really careful with where you're spending your time. And I listened to a podcast recently that recommended um a tool called a, t- a Tada List. So the Tada List, it's a list of things that you've done, things that you've achieved, things that you can say, ta-da! <laughs> I love it. It'll always stick in your head, a Tada List. So things that you've actually achieved, but also while you're writing the things that you've achieved, you also take note of how long it took you to do that. So say for example, you are getting out the door in the morning and you always have trouble getting to school in time. You always have trouble dropping the kids off. It always feels stressful. You always feel frazzled by the time you come back after you've dropped the kids off at school or nursery or wherever they have to be. You feel frazzled when they get out the car. So you work your way backwards and you write down everything that you did on the morning or you take note of how long it took you to get the kids up, get them downstairs. How long did it take you to get them dressed? I tried to get them dressed, but then I couldn't find the shoes. So where were the shoes? I have a spaniel in my house, so often I have missing shoes. They're usually either in a bedroom or on a bed or sometimes out in the garden. I know it's ridiculous, but he does actually do that. That's why we have to be very careful as soon as we come in the house to put our shoes in the cupboard. Because if there are shoes lying out on the ground, the dog will pick a shoe up and run around the house with it. He doesn't chew them. He just likes to bring gifts. It's a spaniel thing. So (laughs) those of you who are not doggy people will be like, sorry, what? What happens in your home? Yeah, it, it is a thing. So we cannot leave our shoes on the ground. Otherwise, they'll disappear. So by thinking about your time and thinking about where you get tripped up, It's things like this that make you realise that you cannot leave your shoes on the floor, otherwise they'll disappear and they won't be where you left them. So what is your disappearing shoe moment? (laughs) Where are you getting tripped up in the morning? Maybe you can never find matching socks. Do you pair socks as soon as they come out of the washing or do you have an odd sock pile? Because that's a whole chunk of time that you could be losing out on there. Are you planning what the kids have to take with them in the morning? Are you planning their outfits? Do you have to do ironing? Are you standing at eight o'clock in the morning trying to iron their school uniform? Could you have done that the night before? Could you have looked out the snacks the night before? Have you uploaded the homework the night before? Where in your day could you save time? For me, I like to take the kids to school and then go straight to the gym. And when I've not been organised, I have to do the school and nursery drop and then come home, get the school, get the gym stuff and then go to the gym. But in that time, that's when I always get distracted with things like doing the breakfast dishes, loading the dishwasher, sorting the house out before I then go out again. So that could be half an hour lost before I've actually gone to the gym. Whereas if you're on purpose with it and you've decided what your day is going to look like, then the gym stuff is in the car, 
It's packed with the school bags so that you know that it's school, nursery, gym. And that's how your day will run so much more effectively. And then what are you going to have for lunch that day? It's already pre-prepped or you know exactly what it's going to be or it's going to be a shake that takes you approximately five minutes to make so that you're using those gaps of time really efficiently. And when you start measuring your time like that, you also have to become aware of how much time you're spending on social media. Because sometimes I will check social media while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, for example, or while I'm waiting for the shake to mix up or whatever it may be. And that what what should be 30 seconds can turn into five minutes, 10 minutes when you're actually doing things that are not actually necessary in that moment. So when you start to take that inventory of your time, you start to realise how long you spend on social media and where where it's just sucking your focus. Because another bad habit of mine is, and I hope that by me telling you about these habits of mine, it's helping you think, oh God, I do that as well. Or I could really save time by doing that because Meg just made me aware of something that I do and I hadn't even realised that I do it. Sometimes I use my phone for things that I I don't actually have to use my phone for. So say maybe notes, for example. So I'll go to write a note on my phone and before I know it, I open my phone, I go to write a note and boom, boom, here I am on Instagram. How did this happen? How am I on Instagram? How am I three people deep in in this influencer's link that I've just clicked and then I'm on her friend's page and then I'm on this interior design page and how am I here? How am I here? And then you think, why did I open my phone? Why did I even open my phone and how am I here? So just being really aware of your focus every time you lift your phone to reply to a message or to reply or to take a note or whatever it is, being aware of it, minimising the use of your phone for that reason if you can't take a note somewhere else, do it because your phone will steal your focus. If you can do if you can do your emails on your laptop, I always find I'm more efficient when I'm replying to emails and things on my laptop than I am on my phone because I'm less distracted. I downloaded recently WhatsApp onto my laptop instead of my, well, it's, it's on my phone as well, but I've downloaded it onto my laptop so that I can purposely go on and it's a, it's almost a, me consciously saying to myself okay you're working now when I'm replying to whatsapp messages on team pages and things like that because I'm on my laptop versus on my phone so there's little hacks like that that you can implement to really save yourself time and just help yourself be more efficient with your time because for a long time I was trying to answer messages just willy-nilly here there and everywhere thinking that I had to reply to everything in 3.4 seconds and really you don't because Unless your job involves people's lives, mine does not. I sell skincare and nutrition products, so I do improve the quality of people's lives, but no one's going to die if I don't get back to them about a greens powder in the next five minutes. That can wait until that slotted time comes, until that is diarised in your day. And you know, for so long, I really didn't have a structure like this, but I I started to see a real connect in terms of when I am structured, I'm less overwhelmed, my mental health is far calmer, I feel calmer, I'm more productive, I get more done, 
because things are scheduled, because I'm not wasting time. It's through that time wasting and that frustration that is caused by something as simple as a missing shoe in the morning or a lunchbox that isn't packed or a shirt that isn't ironed or maybe you you go on to just quickly pay a bill and your your password you don't know your password so then you've not you've not paid the bill so then you've kicked that can further down the road so then you start to beat yourself up because you've still not paid that bill because you've still not looked at that password so maybe it's worth allocating yourself some time to sort out the password situation so that next time you go to pay the bill it takes you literally two minutes because you know your password you know how to access it and you know exactly what that process is I think so often in life we get overwhelmed because we feel like there's so much happening and there's so little time and then the overwhelm leads to behaviour like scrolling on Instagram because you don't know where to start. And then doing that makes the whole thing worse. So before you listen to any more podcasts, before you take on any more, I would just urge you to have an awareness today as you're going around your life. Have an awareness of firstly, how do you feel when you're consuming social media? How does it make you feel? And remember, the people that you love to watch on social media, the people whose videos that you love to watch and the people who you love to follow and watch their stories and all of that kind of thing, I would bet my bottom dollar that those people are not spending as much time on social media watching other people because they're probably putting out so much content that they don't have time to be consuming all the time. So try to create more than you consume on social media and notice how it makes you feel and don't be afraid to just unfollow and mute pages where necessary. If it's bugging your happiness, it doesn't need to be on your feed. Just mute them. You can mute them and they don't ever have to know that they've been muted or you can just unfollow them and they probably honestly wouldn't even notice. So unfollow where necessary, mute where necessary and just be aware of how you feel when you're on social media. And then for every time that you learn something, implement. So remember that climbing the ladder, learn, implement, learn, implement. Also have a think about your to-da list. Go through your day and think about what you've achieved. What did you actually do that day and where did you get tripped up? And when really look for those times that you got tripped up. Look for the times when the shoe went missing or you couldn't find the socks or the the thing that messes up your day because it sounds like such a little thing but that every day over a course of time gets really annoying, really frustrating and it starts to actually have an impact on your mood and the overwhelm in your life. It's like the impact of clutter in your home. You think it's not a big deal until one day you look around and you can't concentrate because there's so much stuff going on in your home and that's when you know that it's really necessary to sort your life out because just having that increases your mental load and your anxiety and your capacity to think about anything else decreases. So it sounds like such a small task to have a look at when you've been tripped up in the morning, getting ready, getting out of the house. What trips you up at night time? Do you have a habit maybe of climbing into your bed and then opening your phone? Or something that I became really aware of when I started to put my phone outside the room was I would lift my phone to set the alarm and before I knew it, I was scrolling. I was scrolling on either Instagram or Pinterest often for 
interior design ideas and all sorts of lovely things to look at at 11pm at night when I really didn't have to be looking at it. But then I noticed that during the night, my sleep was so impacted and I was thinking about all sorts of things that I've been scrolling about the night before. And it's something that we so many of us do, but we just don't realise the impact that it's having on our lives because when that's impacting your sleep, it impacts your mood the next day, it impacts your choices, it impacts the habits that you have, which then impact your health, which then impact your productivity, which then impact your, your ambitions and your goals. It sounds like such a basic thing, but I believe if it's not looked after, your social media habit can really be detrimental to your life. And I started to notice it really creeping in on my own life. And that's why I've had to put some serious boundaries on it and also talk about it because I feel like it's something that's probably not spoken about enough. It's something that we all talk about. We say, oh yeah, I use my phone far too much as well. Ha ha ha. But then how can we improve that and what can we do about it? And how can we use it for good instead of it being used and impacting our life negatively and all of a sudden we don't even realise that it's happening. It's like the frog in boiling water. The frog's in the water swimming away and then the temperature just increases and increases and increases and increases and before you know it, well, the frog is boiled. It's a bit of a harsh description. But in terms of social media, before you know it, you're completely addicted to your phone and it's had a really rubbish impact on your on your well-being. So hate to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> but that's that's the long and short of it. So just be strict about your boundaries about social media and make sure that it's having a really positive impact on you rather than the other way around because it can be used really, really positively. I have met some incredible people on there. I do run a business on there and I would be snookered without it. That's why I have to learn how to use it really well instead of learning, instead of it using me, I have to use it and then I have to get off it. So we have to learn to go on, create, engage and then get off. But when you're strict with your time and when you put in those boundaries, that is far simpler to do. It sounds like a big task at the start, but once it's done and once those structures are in place and once that's systemized, life just goes better. So I hope that's helped. I hope you can relate to some of that. Loads of love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found value in what we shared, please feel free to share it on your social media. You'll find me on Instagram at shecanpod and at UK. And if you want to watch the video, you can search for She Can The Podcast on YouTube.